Welcome once again to another episode from Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. As you know, I broadcast a live Elvis show on YouTube every Sunday. Each week we discuss a different Elvis-related topic. This week the topic was the fascinating relationship between Elvis and his father Vernon. Elvis fans called the show to give their opinions on this topic. I also ran a poll asking, was Vernon unfair in his remarks to Elvis, trying to get Elvis to change his ways, using Elvis, or was he just trying the best he could? You will hear the result of that poll at the end of this podcast. So sit back, relax, and listen to the opinions of the callers to the show. In 1975, both Elvis and his father Vernon were in Baptist Memorial Hospital. Elvis's doctors wanted to make sure the medication he was taking hadn't caused too much damage to his organs, and Vernon was recovering from a heart attack. The two men had neighbouring rooms, but this brought little comfort to them. According to Elvis's cousin, Billy Smith, Elvis and his father were not getting along during this period. Vernon began to blame Elvis for significant problems. On January the 29th, Elvis complained of shortness of breath. His doctor admitted him to the hospital to try and get his use of medications under control and to make sure he hadn't damaged his liver. On February the 5th, Vernon had a heart attack and, and was admitted to the same hospital. Elvis ensured his father had the room next to him. So all this was happening right around this time, 45 years ago. They didn't bring much, uh, much comfort, though. Uh, Vernon began to blame his heart attack on his son and also said that Elvis's mother's death had been Elvis's fault. He said, I can thank you for this, Billy Smith recalled in the book Careless Love, The Unmaking of Elvis Presley by Peter Guralnik. And then he blamed him for Aunt Gladys's too. He said, you worried your mama right to the grave. Some believe that the stress she felt over Elvis's military hastened the decline of her health. To hear his father bring this up devastated Elvis. Elvis broke down and cried, Billy said. It just about killed him. So, without further ado, what does everybody think about Vernon Presley? What, does, uh, what do you think about him blaming Elvis for his heart attack? Blaming the fact that, um, or saying that uh, Elvis inadvertently, if you like, worried his mama into the grave? Do you think that uh, El uh, Vernon Presley was the right man to take on Elvis's uh, financial affairs? Uh, because we know he was sort of, you know, they didn't employ anybody else to do the financial side of things, but did they not trust anybody outside of Parker and Vernon, anybody else outside the family, apart from Parker, of course, to have monetary dealings? Uh, there was no sort of rainy day fund put aside by Vernon. Was Vernon just there for the ride and for the money, just like everybody else, as it was hinted? In the Baz Luhrmann uh, movie, there's that scene where just after the colonel has given Elvis the, the bill for how much he owes him and Elvis is leaving the hotel and he comes across Parker and Parker says, yes, even your father has used you. Even your father has put himself first. Without further ado, hi Brent, how are you? 
Well, uh, what an interesting time, you know, because I think all of us as Elvis fans, Steve, have kind of bounced this idea around in our heads because yeah. we're trying to make a an overall assessment based on limited information and no exposure beyond what has been reported by uh, secondhand sources and stuff. Um, you know, part of me, though, wonders if Vernon was really the type to have this malignant personality, wouldn't he kind of abandon them? back when they had nothing yeah a lot of men did that back then they just said i don't have the ability or the wherewithal to take care of a family with such uh depressing circumstances um so i put that in a column for his favor but there have been um first of all you maybe back then they did stuff like that but uh you just don't throw uh, blame uh, for someone's mortality into someone else onto someone else's face. You just yeah. don't do that. Yeah, uh, I mean there has been rumors as well, and I think some of this came from the uh, Alana Nash book. Was that Vernon did go off at times and run around and drink and with other women as well while he was married to Gladys? Well, that only makes him southern. No, yeah. I'm joking. Okay, that was bad. Okay, no. Um, no, but there is a thing about the South where, like, this machismo thing that a lot of men have, even Elvis had aspects of it, this, mm -hmm. you know, you're a down-home good man, but you love your ladies kind of thing. And I'm not saying it's right, not giving them a pass on that. Mm. I would not be surprised. I can't, you know, of course, neither of us can substantiate the claim, but I, I wouldn't be surprised either. I think Vernon was a human being, but there were, there were some things I... I didn't like, though, because, um, and this is factual stuff, I would have looked out for my son before allowing the colonel to dictate terms. Remember in that Baz Luhrmann film when they're, they're in the room, it really looks like an innocuous uh, moment in the film, but it actually, I think, demonstrated something. There's that part where the colonel says, taking care of business, and it just mm. zooms over to Vernon, and he goes, taking care of business yeah and it sounded like it looked dumb at the beginning well, why did they cut to that what was the point of that but maybe it was the point that he just agreed in such a knee-jerk faction to whatever the colonel wanted and i'm sorry steve if i had kids no one would come between me and my kids what would be best for my son would trump everything else yeah, now, one thing that struck me when I was uh, compiling the show as well was, do you think that Vernon was probably just a little scared? You know, he'd had a heart attack, he came close to death. Was he just sort of lashing out? Uh, I mean, they always say you lash out the, 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 the people closest to you and the people you love sometimes. Maybe that was why he was saying that. You know, I'm blaming you for my heart attack. Of course, and you know what? If... If there is anyone on the Discord server or on your YouTube chat who has never said anything wrong and in, in terrible taste to someone else in the heat of an argument mm -hmm. or during times of increased stress, yeah. then um, congratulations because you're the first person who's ever been like that. Exactly, exactly. We all have, Steve. We've all said things we regret. Mm -hmm. I've said horrible things I wish I could take back during, you know, with, with that pressure cooker. I think sometimes we feel defenseless. And when we're scared and defenseless, the only thing we have is the power to say something to make someone else feel the pain that we are feeling and it's more of an explanation than that of a justification yeah yeah good point okay brent uh, always great to hear from you uh, okay steve and thank you so much a great show so far thanks very much cheers all right bye-bye bye-bye another caller and it's cameron hi cameron 
Hey, Steve, how are you? Ah, nice to, nice to speak to you again. How are you doing? Yeah, well and you. Glad to hear that your voice is, is holding out at least. <laughs> yes, I don't know how much longer, but I'll keep going anyway. Yeah, that's the only way we know how, Steve. And with uh, with Elvis as a topic, there's there's no room for sickness. I think. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, what do you think about Vernon then? Yeah, I tend to agree with a lot of what Jack says. You know, I think in the heat of the moment, a person says things sometimes that they later regret. Um, but you know, it, it's it's open to interpretation because look, if we're really honest, none of us were really there. None of us mm. were present in the room. That's a and, really, really good point. Know, yeah. And we don't know how Vernon was feeling either. I'm, pr- I'm sure he was pretty scared because he probably thought he was on his way out with a heart attack. He, you know, he, I mean, he, he came close to death. Yeah. You know, and, and, and uh, I think once people tell stories and they retell stories as stories have been retold over the years, um, people tend to elaborate on things and to add little bits and pieces to make the stories believable. Um, so it's kind of hard to make uh, an informed choice um, with regard to Vernon as a person. But if I would have to say, if I would be put on the spot um, I would have to say, if indeed he did say something like that, a person would have to have, have a look at the circumstance um, in which something like that possibly could have been said. And, you know, to agree with what Jack says, um, I don't think Vernon was a malicious person at heart. Um, so if he had said that, it possibly might have just been a case of him wanting to blame something or someone for the situation that he found himself in. And as Brent correctly stated, a person tends to do those kind of things to the people that are closest to you at Mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering whether he was trying to get Elvis to change his ways. That's one of the options in the poll, actually. Um, Did you you actually vote on the poll? Yes, I did. Um, My choice was, I think Vernon was doing the best that he could, you know, because we all know that nobody nobody ever told Elvis no yeah and it didn't it didn't matter if you were an associate or if you were a family member as soon as you told him no you cannot have that um he would be like a small boy throwing a, a tantrum so i think it might have been a very difficult position for all, all of them to be in knowing that he was going down a road that would potentially be harmful to him and might potentially cost him his life at the end of it. Um, I think it's a very difficult position to be in, um, especially if you do care for the person as much as the, the people that were around him did. Um, I think it must be very frustrating for them to to kind of see him running towards a brick wall and trying their best to to warn him mm-hmm. about that, yeah. but also him being stubborn in, in saying that I have it under control, it's my life. Because we all know, you know, Sonny and Red and all those guys had tried that, and, and what happened to them, they were let go. Yeah, and so, you know, he, he, could, he could even have cut his father out of everything as well if his father had gone too far and said, you know, stop this, stop that, don't do this, don't do that, you know. I mean, I know Vernon tried to stop him spending so much at one time and, and uh, you know, Elvis nearly, near enough said, look, mind your own business, it's my money. I, you know, if I need more money, I'll just do another tour. That's what Elvis would say. Exactly. 
Exactly. You know, and I think from his father's perspective, having been there when times were tough and having had to have gone to prison to try and make ends meet, et cetera, et cetera, um, you know, it might have been a situation where his father looked at it in in terms of say something to the extent of um, possibly losing my comfort zone mm. or keeping quiet and continuing on the road that I'm on. Um, namely, we don't need to want for anything. Um, I think he took the safer option for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of just keeping his opinion to himself and hoping that Elvis's uh, ways would change, which unfortunately we all knew never did. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, I think everyone involved at the time was caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. You know, as I previously stated, I think it's very difficult to be in that kind of position, knowing that the person you love and the person you care about is on a is on a self-destructive path, yeah. And there's absolutely nothing you can do. I mean, people were asked around that time, you know, why didn't you guys have him committed? And like they said, you know, he's he's a forty-year-old man. You can't prove that he's exactly. crazy. I mean, they you they always say that, that, that if you want help, the first person that that has to acknowledge that is the person themselves. They have to acknowledge that they need help. And I don't think Elvis ever really acknowledged that he needed help. No, I, I I don't think he acknowledged to anyone around him that he needed help, but we all know that he was a very clever person. Mm. And I think deep down he knew that he might have had a problem, but unfortunately for those times, um, receiving prescription medication, he kind of sugarcoated it for himself saying that, these are medications that are coming from doctors mm-hmm. and the doctors will look after me, yeah. which unfortunately is, is very short sighted because doctors don't, don't care for their patients. They care for the money that comes in. Yeah. All right, Cameron. Um, good points. Very well put. Thanks very much. Nice to talk to you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. And, uh, agreed with Jack's, uh, with Brent's sentiments. Great show so far and always nice talking. Talk Thank you very you. much. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Hi, Dylan. Hello, sir. Well, birthday boy, minus one week. <laughs> mm-hmm, happy birthday to you. Yeah, no, okay. so we're, we're looking at probably what is it? Is it uh, the 18th, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, I'll have to do something. I'll have to, I'll have to do a, a special quiz for you. But then again, that would give you the unfortunate advantage, wouldn't it? You know, that would give you an unfair advantage if I did the, uh, you know, the name, the jumpsuit. Oh, come on, Steve. It's my birthday. Come on. <laughs> so, what do you think uh, about Vernon? I think he was doing the best that he could. Do you? Right, fair enough. And I think he did love him, even though, you know, people do wash out. And it's kind of unfair for people to blame Vernon. He was just, he was sick. And he can't help what he says. I've done it before. Yeah, I know, and, and if he was if he was in pain or he was scared or anything like that, he could just be lashing out. And Elvis, they always reckon that you you know you you hurt the closest to you in those situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about? Um, I mean, Elvis was very unhappy with the fact that Vernon remarried so soon. In fact, Elvis didn't go to the wedding. He could have gone to the wedding. I'm sure he could have gone to to Vernon and Dee's wedding if he'd have wanted to, but he didn't. No, but I think it's just because it, it was so close 
after Gladys went, mm. and it, like maybe he couldn't accept her. Maybe. Mm. Well, although, we, well, we know that he not, he he never he never really talked to Dee, did he? No, because you know, in his eyes, only only, only one female figure in his life. Yeah, and that was his mum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he even said, you know, I've only got one mother, and as long as she realizes that that she won't take his her place we'll, yeah. get, we'll get along just fine so you, you voted trying the best he could yeah yeah um, yeah i voted trying the best he could but i also um <clears throat> i just want to apologize for my voice as well I think oh, my voice is a bit yeah i think i think half of us on this channel are actually all crocked i think <laughs> no well and yeah well like everyone like everyone else is because they're all old but but <laughs> But I can't help it. So. No, uh, well, I've, I've actually, I've actually got something to tell you. Actually, because I said that I was going to um, announce the winner of the fan of the month for January. Mm. Well, believe it or not, it's young me. man, it's you. Yes, it's you. Yay. <laughs> yeah, nice one. Yeah. So, um, what I was going to say was, uh, I don't mm. know um, if you want to Thank choose you. one. You can let me know if you can't choose one here and now. Um, an Elvis Blu-ray. Hmm. An Elvis Blu-ray that you haven't got, of course. That I have this chain you've probably, of habit. You've probably got them all, have you? I, I've nearly got one that I've not seen yet that I want to see. Chain of habit. Is it available it's in probably, Blu-ray? You know what? I'm gonna go. Hang on. I'm gonna Google it right now. Hang yes, it, yes. Google it for me while we're on. Change of habit. Change of ha just just go Amazon and then go change of habit Blu-ray. Uh, yep, yep. It's on Blu-ray. Right. Okay. Yes. Well, if if that's the one you want, uh, it'll be winging its way to you then next week. Oh, so, so congratulations, uh, Dylan. You are the. Uh, I mean, I should have. I should have done this before. I told. Uh, them who it was actually wait actually wait can i can i donate it to brent actually if you wish yes if, if brent you're yeah. still listening it sounds like you've got a change of habit blu-ray coming your way there you go yeah what do you think of that oh yeah uh, so yeah because no, like, here's the thing no one deserves it more than brent to be fair so okay. brent you've got a change of habit dvd come <laughs> right ah oh, well that's very very nice of you uh dylan very very nice i'm sure there'll be more uh, months when you'll be a winner anyway, because you, you're extremely good. You, <laughs> when I do when I do the, uh, the the jumpsuits and things like that, you normally get a lot. Yeah, but but I mean, I think I think you know on these lyrics one, I think I should get a point just for comedy. Yeah. Because... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very good. All right, young man, I'll talk to you again. I thank you. All the best. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, wasn't that lovely of uh, Dylan to donate the prize? of a change of habit Blu-ray to Brent. Now, uh, of course, if Brent wants to uh, choose a different one, he can, of course, because he might have change of habit on Blu-ray. But the fact that uh, Dylan has donated the prize to him is very, very kind. Hello, Carolina. Hi. How are you? Good. I forgot to mute my youtube so i was hearing you twice and oh. then i couldn't go back yeah, and what, so I'm he hearing hearing me once is bad enough not never mind <laughs> twice <laughs> um it's a great great show so far thank you very much topics. i have some mixed emotions about vernon um and then i also have um a lot of i also have some concerns about how he 
he was sort of put in charge of all of his finances. Oh yes, because this, this is to, something we haven't mentioned yeah. yet, isn't it? The, the way he right. was he was head of all, all all the all the financial side of Elvis. Yeah. Right. So there was that stress going back from early days and then having to manage all of his finances and then also worrying about how that was going. And it just all sort of accumulated. And us looking at it back in hindsight, I mean, we know we could have done this or that and we could have had an accountant and a manager and so on and so forth. But we all have to still remember that it was um, the first time that someone of Elvis's caliber exploded onto the scene mm-hmm. and they really didn't know what to do. They did the best they could. So I think Vernon did. So I, I'm 50-50. He did the best he could, but also he was a little harsh and he was scared. He was sick. You know, Gladys had been gone for a long time. You know, Elvis was deteriorating. Um, and by that point, I think he's had he had had more than one heart attack. Um, so all of that compounded, created such an environment um, that was so stressful that he maybe lashed out at Elvis. And I can understand that you say things that are hurtful that you later regret i myself only have one son as well Mm -hmm. so i understand you fiercely want to protect them and you fiercely want to guide them down the right path yes but at a certain point you can no longer um hold their hand you can no longer force them to do anything and it's sort of like Sometimes I just say to myself, he's got to learn the hard way, except Elvis took it. It was, you know, to a significant greater level. So, I mean, I have compassion for Vernon, but we also have to consider all those other factors that played into the decisions that they made. Yeah, I mean, it was was probably a a, a very sort of brief sort of lash out, you know, when mm-hmm. you know Elvis probably said something, and and Vernon probably said, "Well, you know, it's your fault that I had this heart attack." I mean, we we yeah. also, you know we we also don't know. For instance, maybe later on, a couple of days later or something, in private, when it was just Elvis and Vernon together, maybe Vernon apologized to Elvis for saying that. Yes. We we just don't know. Mm-hmm. We've only got Billy to st- because Billy was there at the time when Vernon said the remark that he said to Elvis about you know you've got. You know, I blame you for this, and also you worried Gladys into the grave. But maybe at a time when it was just those two together, they made up again. I believe so. I mean, you, I mean, you could literally see the love that they had for each other, especially mm-hmm. when he would call him up to the stage. Yeah, I mean, you cannot make that stuff up. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was a moment in time. It was probably very regretful. He always did the best he could. He always worried that he just because he lived through those hard times in the beginning. And he was so afraid of going back to those hard times. Mm -hmm. And then he just learned along the way. They just all learned along the way as as Elvis said, so many um, groundbreaking um, points in culture and American history. They just learned along the way. And sometimes, you know, things just didn't pan out. But for the most part, he did the best he could, I think. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, that's great. So you would probably yeah. would have, you you probably would have said uh, that he was just trying the best he could on the poll. Then did you? I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's what I voted. I I mean I I was going. I it was in between. Did the best he could and a little harsh, but I ultimately ended up, you know, taking into consideration all those factors. Yeah. Ended up with he was he always did the best he could. Yeah. Okay, Carolina, it's lovely to speak to you. Thanks very much for calling in. All the Thank best. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hi, Mark Green. How are you? Hello, Steve. How are you doing? Ah, coming through loud and clear. So, what do you think? Ah, uh, Vernon. Mm. Uh, I think, yeah, I think he was a very weak man. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I think he, obviously, I think I heard some stories about him drinking himself, and you're right about the womanizing as well. Mm. Uh, I think, obviously, the Colonel probably knew how weak he was so he could control him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and say, you know, you've got, you got to do this. So he was controlling him as well as him controlling Elvis like, him, you know, his son like, you know. So and I think Elvis probably, you know, obviously we all know he loved his mum more than I think he, he, he did his dad. And I think he probably lost a little bit of respect with him. Or you forget, like, we lost Gladys in 58 and mm. did, did he remarry 66, 61 with D? Yeah, and he, he, mar- he, he married her on, I think yeah. it was the 3rd of July, 1960. So, yeah, it yeah, was just two, two short years. After, uh, two years. Yeah, and Elvis... Yeah, Elvis didn't agree on that at all, did he? No, no, he didn't. No, as I said earlier, I'm sure if he wanted to, he could have made time and gone to the the wedding, but he didn't. So that that speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah, I think that was a big uh, a big hole in his heart there. I think I think he didn't uh, didn't have the respects, and I think uh, the way they made Vernon do all the accounts like the colonel I think it was just easy it was just easy Elvis would have been stronger and not done that you know and not let his dad be in charge of his accounts and his money you know yeah I heard one of the Memphis Mafia saying they just didn't uh, trust outsiders they wanted to keep it within the family so Vernon was doing Vernon was doing the financial side and Parker was doing the managerial side and that was it yeah, but you can see with the lighter dates, where did all the money go? Mm. You know, Vernon must have spent a bit as well, but not even saying anything to his son about it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, well, yeah I mean, yeah. For, we know, we know, we do know that Vernon definitely liked the money and what it, and, the, oh, and, the, yeah. and the trappings yeah. that it brought, it brought, you know. Yeah, I don't think Vernon was like Parker. He wasn't a gambling man, but I think he likes his he likes his, his smoking, didn't he? He liked, he liked to drink, and I think mm-hmm. he liked the ladies. And he mm-hmm. probably likes, you know. Uh, the old flash, flash car here and stuff like that, didn't he? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. so I think he, he did things behind the scenes that probably didn't even tell, tell his son. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I suppose when it comes to head, head to a head and the hospital thing, uh, yeah, I suppose you could say he might have been a bit frustrated, frustrated. I suppose 75, it was starting to be a bit of a hard time with the Colonel and Elvis and Vernon and things weren't going as well as they could have been. You know, when, mm. when you see the bad, the bad film, the same, you know, you know, the tension was there. But uh, you can blame, I suppose you could blame he wasn't too well, you know. But Elvis still, you know, he must have respected him in some other way because he always was there at the concerts. He always called him up, didn't he? Yeah. His father I, I, I mean, I, I, I have no doubt yeah. there, was, there was a genuine love yeah. between the two of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think there was. And I think... If Elvis had been a little bit stronger himself and a little bit wiser, he would have seen what the colonel was trying to do to his dad, as well as him, mm. you know, twisting a few things around and saying, you know, Vernon, you've got to tell your son this and blah, blah, blah. But, you yeah. know, it's, it, it was just awkward. It was just awkward, wasn't it, between the, between the three of them? And I mm. think 
by the end, and obviously probably gave up about it already, haven't they? Yeah. You know, yeah. Mr. Shine. It's a shame, yeah. All right, Mark. Yeah. As yeah, always, okay, thanks a lot. Okay, yeah, mate. Take right, care. Bye-bye. 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 Yeah, um, nice to speak to Mark on the uh, Discord, actually, because that's the that's the main way we're trying now to handle the calls uh, through. You can call on the other ways as well, the Messenger and uh, WhatsApp and Instagram, if you wish. But we are sort of trying to to keep it over now to uh, to Discord. And somebody else that's used Discord is Priscilla. Hi, Priscilla. Hey, Steve, my boy. How are you? Well, what do you think of Vernon Presley? Well, now, I, I'm going to start by saying, aren't we marvellous with the benefits of 2020 vision? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we weren't there we're, either. We're looking back. Yeah. Families are complex, Steve. Mm, they are, yeah. I don't, there's none of them black and white. No. And I think, I think it's unfair of us to m- maybe comment on a situation that we weren't there or involved in. However, in saying that, I think that for Elvis to be the kind of human being he was, he had to have been surrounded by love mm-hmm. because that's what he did for the people around him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he had to have seen love and attention. And if you think about it, Elvis was very much a family man. His grandmother moved in with them. His his aunt moved in with them. Um, and I think that would have happened if Elvis wasn't Elvis Presley. I think he was the kind of man that would have looked after those people. And that was family, and family was important. Yeah, but don't forget, now, Vernon, Vernon didn't always agree with Elvis taking uh, family in. Look look at the way, well, uh, allegedly uh, how he treated Billy after Elvis died. You know, he, he, he wanted to keep the caravan, uh, you know, the mobile home at the back. He told Billy that it wasn't his furniture. It belonged to the estate. So, you know, I don't think there was much love lost between Billy and Vernon now. I, I, I suppose, again, I'll go back to what I said earlier, Steve. Families are complex. Yeah. We don't know what transpired in between. Yeah. We don't know if Billy did something that... Vernon took offence to at the time. We really don't know. And we're we're hearing very one-dimensional versions of situations that may or may not have occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think Vernon loved uh, Elvis in whatever way he could? Then yes is the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Do I think Elvis loved Vernon? Absolutely. Yeah. He yeah. was a family man to the core. And I think that... Um, I think that as for Vernon's running around gallivanting or whatever it was... I could say something very sexist, and I really don't want to. <laughs> but nothing much has changed in that category. Oh yeah, and I mean, here men, we are. I know, I know, I, I know what you're saying. I'll say it for you. Men will always be men. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want anybody. So don't go bashing me now, peeps. No. But um, you know, it, it nothing much has changed in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And I think there was also you also have to take into consideration. We we talk regularly about the women and their availability and their um, you know willingness to be available to Elvis. I'm one of them women. It just happens that he's not around anymore. <laughs> um, uh, I would do it, hands down, no bother, the only man on the planet that might get me. But anyway, um, so I think people were very willing to accommodate Vernon in order to get closer to um, to Elvis too. Oh, so of I think course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, 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 we know that Dee wanted uh, Elvis and when she couldn't get Elvis, she settled for Vernon. Um, God, wasn't she great to settle at all. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> 
Um, look, I, I, I think, and I also think too that it, at that time in 75, obviously Vernon had the heart attack. Things were different. Lifestyles were different. Mm-hmm. The medical treatment wasn't there. If you had a heart attack, it's likely you died more than survived in them days. Statistically, and if we go back and look at those kind of medical conditions and how uh, many people successfully recovered from them. So I think that, I think Vernon was running scared at the time. And if he said those things or things like those things, I truly believe that he did it in order. He used the one weapon he had left. If he thought his mortality was staring him in the face, he used the one weapon he had to try and make Elvis see the wood for the trees. Yeah. Wonderful Cheers, call. Steve. Wonderful call. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Babs. Bye. Talk bye. to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. What wonderful, wonderful calls we had tonight. Really, really good. Thanks very, very much to everybody that that called in. Let's have a look at the poll. Was Vernon unfair in his remarks to Elvis? Was he trying to get Elvis to change his ways, using Elvis, or just trying the best he could? 42% unfair about his remarks to Elvis. Uh, Trying the best he could, 33%. Tried to get Elvis to change his ways, 14%. Only 9% say that they thought Vernon was using Elvis. So that's the results of the poll this week. And thanks to everybody that voted for or voted in the poll. Thanks once again for joining me on Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. I'd like to extend an invite to everybody listening to join me on Sunday's live show on the YouTube channel and to become a member of the Discord server. We have a lot of fun on there. I'd love to hear from you during the call-in section when we discuss all things Elvis. That's all for this week. I hope you can join me next time for another podcast from Elvis, the ultimate fan channel. (laughs) 